Drunk History presents The Dark Ride, a fun theme park theme podcast with zero prizes and lots of drinking. My name is Adrian. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. We are two people who love theme parks and started this podcast so we can drink all about them with fellow theme parks-loving fans just like you. This park, this podcast started out at a bar, so some days we like to turn down the house lights and hang out at the bar just the way we started. And This is one of those episodes we're going to do a little trip review. Both of us have visited theme parks over the past weekend, and we're going to talk a little bit about Guardians. I got to preview it, and yeah, we're going to enjoy a beer. The beer is the hourglass on these episodes, so when it's done, so are we. So everybody, myself and Ryan, and everyone listening, let's head up to the bar, and then we'll be right back. You know all these songs are like my favorite songs. Oh like, yeah, it's a, it's got it's a good jam. That's a good jam. Like I I'm just then like you know after Guardians preview I just started like I just created a whole new playlist of like songs that I love. I'm telling you <laughs> like if you if you if you ever get into what like the idea of watching the movies to go along with this ride, uh, right? It's got the best soundtrack ever. It's just all 80s and 70s mega hits. I've, I've mentioned this. I tried watching the movie. I lasted thirteen minutes. Yeah, I think that maybe. Said. <laughs> yeah, I think like maybe like the the you gotta you gotta at least get to like meet all the characters, and then I think that the dynamic of the characters might like make you enjoy it more. Um, I totally understand what you're saying with the first fifteen minutes. If you're not into it, it's like it's confusing, and you're like like who is this purple guy? Like I didn't even know what purple guy you were talking about until <laughs> until like I started thinking about it afterwards because he's that unimportant, you know? Right? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Because I saw like some bad purple guy, and I was just like, nope, this is bad CGI. I'm out. <laughs> like, I just I couldn't get into it. But I I will say that um, let's let's start off talking a little bit about Guardians. You know, let's just let's go into Guardians. Well, um, we, we 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 both we both had mini vacations. Which is nice. Like, like when when do we get to have mini vacations? Okay, so we're gonna go there. I guess right. Like, like <laughs> instead right, of just jumping there. right into like you know like the fact that you are you know able to ride guardians like right. Like why well, like yeah, why were you able to do that? Is because you know yeah we, we took a week because of this podcast because people like you that get me media access. Nope, it's because I have an AP. Anyway, we'll go back to that. <laughs> annual pass. Um. Yeah, we both had many, uh, many little theme park vacations. Yeah, where did you go? Um, so I, I, I didn't really. My whole vacation was not kind of based on theme parks this time around. Uh, this time I, I went to uh, to the Poconos. Uh, okay. I followed my my Jewish ancestry and ended up in the Poconos. Um, <laughs> did you did you sing? Uh, did did you have like a moment? Did you let not let baby sit in the corner? And... I, you know, I just I was blasting Yentl on the uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the on the uh, the the Jeep uh, the Jeep speakers and uh, yeah got, got all into it. Um, and then you like, had while, the time of your life. Sorry. Yeah, um, I did have the time of my life. It was uh, <laughs> so it was like half of a rainy weekend, and then it, and then it got sunny finally, and. Uh, during the rainy part, I went to a casino and came out with money. That's the first, <gasps> the first time ever, I think. 
What? Yeah. They say if you break even, that's a win. But oh. if you win, that's like a mega win. Yeah, I I took the house to uh, to court on this one. Yeah, fuck the house. Yeah. Um, nice, dude. That's yeah. a, that's exciting to come out of a vacation with money. Yeah, and doesn't you know, happen. Didn't happen for me. <laughs> right, and it happened so early on that I was like, like, oh yeah, this whole this whole vacation is gravy now. Um, it put me like in a real good mood for the rest. Uh, it's like the opposite of like when you go to Vegas and you're like you're all excited on the way into Vegas. Uh, like I used to live in San Diego, so I would drive into Vegas. Uh, I don't know, like oh. like like I don't know, one time a year, maybe maybe twice a year. Um, mm-hmm. And like on the way in, you're always super excited. And it's always like a great, like, oh, this is going to be the best weekend ever. It's yeah. going to be amazing. And then the way back is. Strippers and Coke. Oh, Sorry. So, many, so many strippers, <laughs> so much Coke. A cola. Just, you know, Diet fuck, Coke fuck Pepsi. Me. Fuck Pepsi. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was like, like you, you would take the drive back and it's like four hours of just absolute hell in the desert. Right. It's beating hot. You're, you're poor. You're hungover. It's like the worst oh. experience ever. Um, this was quite Born hung over. Is that your was that your middle name in, in high school? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Porin hung over Bieber. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, so yeah, so like in the Poconos, we also went to um, to this place called Knobles. It's like one of the oldest family run amusement parks in the country. It's amazing. Free to enter. Free to enter. Yeah, you just walk in. Walk in like you own the place. Yeah, and like, and then you like go buy tickets and ride rides, kind of like old school Disney e-ticket stuff. Yeah. Although I think you still had to pay to get into the park with Disney. It was like real cheap, but I think you still had to pay like a cover or something, like a buck twenty-five or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, But this one, like, yeah, there you you park in a in a field and then you walk in, and uh, you know, (laughs) it was uh, it, it was like so reminiscent of like childhood things you know like yeah of of like going to like parks that were kind of like this in the 80s and stuff and uh and they're they're such a dying breed i was talking to one of the guys obviously i bought a mug because you know one is ought to do and uh and dark right podcast right and uh it's awesome it's super 80s looking um and uh the guy that I bought the mug from, uh, you know, like in in like the Carousel Museum store, because uh, they have one of those there, uh, was telling mm. me he was. I, he, I was like, oh, so this is like still family run. He was like, yeah, go if you want. You can go talk to Mark right now. He's in the, he's in his office. Just go, <laughs> just go knock. He'll be there. Name, Mark. <laughs> yeah, he'd love to see you. I was like, oh, oh, he'd love to see you. Okay. What up, Mark? Okay. Um, can I we get him on the pod? <laughs> maybe like Mark is accessible. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> But yeah, if you're so, ever if you're ever in uh, Eastern Pennsylvania, uh, Knobles is what it's called. It's kind of a weird name. Uh, yeah. And uh, did, you take that, did you take that train that goes into the woods? No, I did not take the train. Oh, that was my favorite part. What did you think about? What did you think about? Like how when you're driving up to it, like you're you're basically driving through like a neighborhood. <laughs> like yeah, like it's it's like you're just driving in like like a desolate sort of area of. Yeah, well, for, then it becomes a neighborhood, but it's like you just as you're driving there, you're like, there's no way there's a theme park. Oh yeah, it's just farmland. Here. It's like farmland, and then there's like some like houses spread, you know, here, and then like maybe like half mile down the road, another house and another, you know, yeah. like, like just like a very very loose. Uh, it's like rural. It's just straight up rural, and then yeah, and then all of a sudden you you look up and there's a big steel roller coaster 
Yeah. Right, that was the weirdest part. It's like what Adam's like in, a, in like a rose, like a like a mirage, like yeah, a yeah. theme park just appeared. And, I think that's the craziest part about it. And I gotta say, like that that big steel roller coaster you see, it's called Impulse, and it's one of the most enjoyable steel roller coasters I think I've ever been on. It's a great roller coaster. It's phenomenal. Great. It's like it's yeah. tiny. It's super compact. It's like you. you it's um. It's got a uh, a. Uh, a lift hill that's kind of like a uh, rip ride rocket where you're just going straight up and then uh and then you come like flying down you know at like a negative uh a negative degree or whatever that's called um it's it was great the entire thing the entire thing was just a, a whimsical and uh really like just like a special special place it's a charming little place i do i do remember the the thing that made me the most um sick was their their teacups Oh yeah, I bet. Know, yeah, those things they really they weren't like the Disney World Disneyland teacups. Those things were like the I don't know, they were they were like they were on crack. So like <laughs> a lot of the the flat rides here are kind of like that. So they have this other one called the Flyer which which yeah! you had you had warned me about. Oh my god, the Flyer. And and like both uh I was there with my brother Eric and both me and Eric Got off that thing and and uh, we had we had had a churro earlier in the oh, day. Oh no! And uh, and we both got off and we said that was the most terrifying experience of our lives. <laughs> like we both looked at each other as we left the gate. Uh, it it is harrowing. Like you think that you might die at any given yeah. moment. Yeah, I was. And you might. Uh, so the the way that the flyer works is uh, it's it just spins. Uh, uh, around in a circle like uh, like a carousel if you will and then uh attached to the ends of uh these posts are like chains that come down to like a little cart that you're sitting in so like that cart's going to like you know fly up in the air and then on the front of your cart you have like a little sail in order to be able to like <laughs> twist and turn the cart as it's yeah. twisting around in a circle so it makes it so that you do these giant dives and and lifts and like and it's spinning you against these chain, these uh, these cables that have been there for fifty years, and they like it, there was making there was making sounds that it shouldn't make. I was hitting the trees. I was like, oh, literally like, hitting trees. Mark's, Mark's grandfather made that. Like yes, that thing is old exactly, as fuck. Exactly. Did you see anybody like there, when we were watching it? Like there whipping were some it. people that yeah, whipping it that like must come there all the time and know how to. And I'm just kind of like, wow, that's the bravest child I've ever seen in my life. I watched videos of people whipping it, um, and I I whipped it a little bit, you know, like mm. like for a minute I was whipping it, and then I was like, no, 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 no more whipping, no more whipping. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's it's a great little park. Uh, yeah, like you said, some like pretty some kind of, like sketchy, but like the best kind of sketchy, family friendly sketchy. <laughs> yeah, it's harmless. Yeah, it's a harmless sketch. Um. Yeah, but it's a, it's just a it's something you should if you're a theme park fan you should experience it because it's like it just you feel like you took a time machine totally you know, it, total total time warp total time warp um a couple like couple wooden coasters that are really great like uh from the like the 40s and 50s that have been like moved there over over the years um uh yeah just really uh just a, like you said it perfectly like it's just charming like pure charming. Yeah, it's a cool place. I'm glad. I'm glad you went there. Did you stay in the camp? Because there's like, there's another cool thing about it. there's a campground. I will go back and it. do that. <laughs> I did not take yeah, this that time. I will do that right at some other time. Alley. Oh yeah, my god! And yeah, it wasn't super warm either. Like it, it, you probably need to go in the summer to do that. Yeah. Plus, it was like kind of nasty out. Uh, 
you know, earlier in the weekend. The day we went there, it was, it was nice and sunny, but, or, you know, the night before it was pouring. Mm. Yeah, you don't want to sleep on the, on the ground. But the cool thing about that is those people just, like, walk in and out of the park. There's, like, a path. Oh, yeah. And, and if you take that fun little train ride, it, like, goes along it. And those people, like, are sitting there, like, toasting marshmallows while this little train just keeps going by. That's great. It's such a cool thing. I'm like, it's the only time that camping is remotely enticing to me is when I get to look at a amusement park while doing it. You know, and and the other thing about this is that it was cheap. Yeah, like like dirt like dirt cheap. I think we mm-hmm. made, we went through the entire day there, uh, snacks and everything like that. I think we were out like maybe seventy bucks for the two of us. Amazing. That's a <laughs> you can spend that in an hour at Disney. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, that's you have to double that in order to just get in, and that's for you know one person. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, totally. So it's good. So, 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 did, so did I had I had a ton of fun. What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Sinister laugh. Um, well, the, the amazing thing about this guys is if anybody's, you know, um, follows on TikTok, they know the what I'm gonna say. But Ryan and I, he literally, he literally just got back right now. I got back at midnight last night, so we haven't spoke, so he doesn't know any. Oh, of no, this. all all of this is live. I have no idea. You y'all know more than I do right now. Yeah. So, um, I had what would could only be described like uh, the starting out of a um, a Disney trip as a full on disaster, and oh, I no. think I think um, I think it's good to uh, this is it's it's perfect timing of this because I've had a couple of people like I've I post daily vlogs on the TikTok you know whenever I go to Disney and they just look like everything is perfect you know like it looks like I'm just like you know dancing with King Triton and you know like just you know someone singing you know be our guest while I'm eating my dinner like it just looks like a fantasy but that that you don't see all the little nuances of what can happen in a day. You don't sure, see like, you know, putting band-aids on your feet and you don't see like, you know, being desperately needing a glass of water or being so hot and sweaty and disgusting. Like you don't see all that cuz that's not it's not we don't want to watch vlogs like that. We want to see it be like perfect. But so I've had a couple of people comment things like to me um you know, oh, I want to go to Disney with you. It looks like you have so much fun and I always respond to that by like you're seeing the highlight reel, you know, like you're seeing the good parts. Ninety percent of the time, I am having so much fun. Yeah, I mean, that's social it, media in general, right? We have to keep that in mind yeah, when we're take it all with a grain of salt. Exactly. So, um, right on the heels of that, I did like a response video to that right before this trip, where I literally said that I was like, you know, I was like laying in my bed with my eyeglasses on, no makeup, and I'm talking to the camera, and I'm like, here's the real truth of that, and then, um. Then this trip happened, and um, the the I'm going to tell you the things that that happened, and then the big thing that happened uh, very quickly. First of all, my flight was really late. That uh, I was leaving Friday evening. It's really late flight anyway. I was leaving at 10 a.m. 10 p.m. I wasn't going to get in until after midnight. It got delayed wow. two and a half hours. Oh wow! It got delayed two and a half hours. So I didn't end up leaving until two thirty in the morning. Didn't get in until three. 30 in the morning <laughs> shit well good thing that you were staying at the at, at the airport basically right or like no near, nearby it no well i, oh, so I, I had a hotel. i didn't have i didn't stay by the airport um 
I had booked a, a room in Kissimmee, like that was well well rated, but it was like a cheaper room. Mm. I also booked a car because I figured it would, you know, the prices of the Ubers versus the car that I got, I got like a good price. Go to the dollar rental when I get off the plane. There's like 50 people there, all like laying on the ground. There's nobody at the counter. Oh shit! Like they dollar rental car just decided to. No one came to work that night, and people are freaking out. I'm, I'm so deliriously tired at this point, and also like, I and I don't care because they're never going to sponsor a podcast. I hate JetBlue. My friend Lisa used to call it JetPoo, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Why?" I get it now. I hate that airlines. I I'm a Delta girl. I don't like JetBlue. I they have the most uncomfortable seats. They're the weirdest airline. They like the the, the uh, flight attendants like come around with like a piece of paper and like check if there's an empty seat, and like God forbid you don't have someone sitting right next to you. They like fill it with someone like and they like get somebody from another airline and put them in the seat. You never ever have the option of like ever not having someone next to you. It's just it's just awful airline. Yeah. So I like my butt hurt because it's just the seats are so uncomfortable. Like like my butt just was hurting for two and a half hours i couldn't fall asleep because it was so painful so i was just like i just got to get to my hotel i'm not gonna and, the, and for some reason mco was very hot like there wasn't any air conditioning on at that time of night oh no it was like i'm like i'm not it's like, like a perfect like, storm <laughs> i'm like i'm not like laying in this airport with these 50 people waiting for a car i'm like i'm just gonna get in an uber i'll contact you know booking.com where i booked it and cancel it of course they don't answer either of at that time so I finally get to this like hotel. Um, it wasn't a terrible hotel. I'm gonna name it. It's called um, Making Magic uh, Resort and Kids Club. It's on Kissimmee. It's <laughs> what a, a name! It's a Jesus. weird name. It's right across the street from that like souvenir shop that is like the the wizard. You know. So oh it's yeah. Not a great part of town. It's like that big orange is like on like right near you know that building. It's just like a big orange. Totally. That's, like, right by. Um, but the place itself was very clean, but like they, like I get there at 4 a.m. and then they're like, they give me like a room and it's the very last room, the highest, the high, like the second floor, very last room. Couldn't be further like, if you wanted. <laughs> like I was like, dude, it's 4 a.m. Like he's like, gives me a map to get to this. And I'm just like, oh, like throw me a bone, dude. Like you see, a, but no, he was just like, all right, have a good night. And I'm like, fuck. Damn. So, I can't wait to get out of this like hotel in the morning. I had I, I was staying at the Riverside. I'm super excited about that. I got like cha- was able to change my resort last minute for only like forty seven dollars more than it was gonna be. I was gonna say originally All Star Movies, but I got uh, Riverside for yeah. just forty seven dollars more, which I was like I'm taking it. That's a hell of an upgrade. Resort. Yeah, it's my favorite resort. So. Um, but then almost the identical thing happens. Like, for some reason, my left ankle was really, like, just tricked. And uh, the cast member at the front, who I don't think was, like, normal, like, de- front desk cast member. It was, like, 9 a.m. He was wearing, like, a blue T-shirt. Like, it just I don't know if they were just, like, short-staffed or whatever. I was like, you know, can I get, like, one of the ma- rooms on the mansion side? Or, like, just something like my ankle is really killing me. He's like... There's a cheerleading competition here. Like, it's really loud over the mansion side. You're not going to like it. You know, um, well, you know, I'll, you, you have a car, right? And I was like, no. And he's like, oh. Um, uh, and he, like, pulls up the mat. He's like, anyways, your room is over here. The legit furthest room. And if anyone knows the riverside, that's a big boy. 
That's a big boy. It took me 25 minutes to walk to this room. Oh, shit. So I was like, I called the front desk. I'm like, I, I asked this guy if I could get a room that's close by. He literally gave me the furthest room on property, and I have my ankle is killing me. I don't, I'm here for two nights. I don't have any, like, stocked water or soda. Like, anytime I want to get a drink, I'm going to have to walk 25 minutes in each direction to the lobby. Like, you know, don't, and don't even mention to me an internal bus system. Like, I will freak out. I am on three hours of sleep. So they were like, okay, yeah, we'll move you. But, um, you know, it's going it, to, there's no room ready yet. So I was like, all right, I'm going to hang by the pool. I had plans to meet my friends, um, Ryan, who's who's been on this podcast. Um, I had plans to meet uh, Ryan for lunch. I mean, yeah, for lunch at, at um, my friends Ryan and John for lunch at 2.30 at San Angel Inn in Mexico, my favorite restaurant. The only like like the only thing they could like save the day at this point. Is like, yeah, because it's the best. It's yeah. absolutely, and they loved it too. Like it, you know, they they really loved it. So uh, that was the one win of the day. But um, so like I'm I you know with anything in Disney, if you're planning to go somewhere, you've got to leave like an hour ahead of time. You never know how long the buses are gonna take to get anywhere. So sure, I knew I had to leave the resort by like one thirty, and I'm just seeing the time tick by, and they're still not learning me that my room is ready. So it was like one o'clock and I'm like, all right, I guess I'm getting ready in the pool bathroom. So oh I got God. ready in the pool bathroom uh, and then brought my luggage all the way back up to the front to like store it because my room's not ready. But I had on a really cute outfit. It was kind of like a Dolores from Encanto bound, like the red skirt <laughs> with the white top. And um, I was I, I wore my brand new coach that I just got. I got one of the coach 50th anniversary collection bags, my most expensive thing I've ever bought, like, in Disney, and I, I wore, matched my outfit perfect. I was so excited. It's like, well, I got to take some pictures for Instagram. So, <laughs> I do what I normally do. I, uh, I have my tripod. I prop it up on a, one of the um, garbage cans. Uh-huh. And I take, and I went to the, in between the festival center and the mexico pavilion you know there's like that bridge that goes across oh no so it was a little bit of a windy day and oh, uh no take two photos i'm like oh, i can take one more all of a sudden a gust of wind comes my phone goes right over the side in the drink in the lagoon oh no oh perfect yep. storm I was in the park for all of 10 minutes. Oh, Adrian, I'm so sorry. Oh, man. Yeah, it was, like, I literally stood there, like, stunned for a couple of minutes. Like, I was like, I, did, no. Could you, and, and, like, you can, you can like, see it, right? Because the water's not deep there. No, the water was murky as fuck. It was murky as fuck. Oh, and there's and the, and, and the shit. funny part is, is because I, you know, I was, my uh, my coach bag is like a camel color, and I had this like camel colored case. So I'm like, oh, match. So literally, like when the cast member was like, "What color is the case?" Maybe we can see it. I'm like, it's brown. <laughs> it's this. It's this color. <laughs> it's literally couldn't. It could not. It could not match the ground even more. Oh, so no. well, I, my first thought was like, my first thing was like, I'm here by myself. I'm a solo traveler. I am completely off the grid at this moment. What if I needed to get in touch with anyone? What if I needed an Uber? Now I don't even have my car service, so if I need an Uber, like, oh, yeah. what do I do? Like, 
luckily I was meeting my friends at two thirty, and they just told me where they were going to be. They're like, we're at the fountain in the Mexico pavilion. So I run over there and like, they're like, you know, like they see me and then they can see and they're like, you see their faces slowly be like, like something's Uh-oh. wrong. <laughs> something's wrong. And I was like, told them what happened. And they immediately like, they were like, let's go, let's go. They like power. Like, you know, when you have like, when you're in a panic, but like your friends are just like, look, we're not emotional about this. Yeah, we're yeah, they they this. get it. They know what they know what needs to be done, and they're going for it. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're gonna go. That. They got a cast member. You know, the cast member got like um someone from the custodial staff who like honestly made me feel like right away. She's like, look, if it makes you feel any better, I just retrieved one of these yesterday. I do this. This happens three or four times a week. Okay, like this is. I'm surprised it's even like that. That few. I would think that well, it would for be for her. She's like, oh yeah, specifically for her. Yeah. She's like, this happens like three or four times a week. She's like, I, you know, and the amount of wallets. And Mickey ears and baby shoes and every, like any po- possible thing that flies into the lagoon. Like, it's just, it, but she, we couldn't see the bottom. And like, they were like, the best that can happen is like somebody could get a boat and we could, but it was just like, you know, it's, it's not going to happen. We, so what I said to them was like, guys, we're going to have to eat our lunch and then I'm going to need you to take me to a T Mobile and let's see if I can get a loaner phone. Because I know T Mobile has done that in the past. Oh, um, that's a good. So, that's a good uh, little hint, uh, hint there, or whatever. I didn't know that they did that at all. Well, they do it in New York. They don't do it in Florida. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but well, I'll tell you. So we had our lunch. Our lunch was absolutely phenomenal. Again, San Angel in Chef's Kiss, perfect. They loved it. I loved it. We, I, we put our. I put my like my what happened on the shelf for that hour and we just enjoyed our lunch good and um well so when we get to the t-mobile the guy's like we don't do loan reforms and uh, uh, i think a reason why they don't well, they don't do it in florida in general they said they do it in new york and california but i think also too this is the t-mobile by disney world and he said he's like do you know how many times people come in here and say this happens like he's like we once had an entire brazilian um like uh tour group come in here because all their phones got wet on a ride and weren't working. And, like, he's like, this is just what happens constantly. People are like, I lost my phone. It's wet. You know, different things. So they're always having this thing. He's like, the only options are either you buy a whole new phone mm-hmm. over $1,000. Yeah. Uh, you file a claim because I have insurance. But then you're not going to get the phone until Monday because tomorrow's Sunday and they don't ship on Sunday. <laughs> so, and I'm like, um, absolutely not. And he's like, well, there's a third option. We can give you your SIM card, and if you can get, you can buy like a cheap phone and put it in, and um, buy a burner, like buy a burner, of course. But my friend Ryan was like, I have an old iPhone, so like, yeah, and as long as it's not a locked iPhone, like um, and his was his was Verizon. I have T-Mobile, but they were like, if it's over a certain like um, like if it's over a certain number, they're not locked. Like, if it's an older one, it's considered locked, so it wouldn't mm. work. But, like, over, like, a 10, it, it works. So he's like, yeah, he's like, let's, so he, we went to his house, and he, like, he had a bunch of stuff on his, because, um, you know, he had a bunch of videos that he needed off of it. He's a fashion designer. So he had, it, like, I, I mean, the amount of gratitude I have for my friends in this story, I don't want to go into it, the whole thing, but, like, the no, it sounds thing. like they really stepped up for sure. Like they really like stepped huge. up. They were with me until ten thirty p.m. They wow. drove me back to the riverside. Um, I was supposed to meet a bunch of friends at Epcot that night. Uh, I kind of had to play telephone. I had like my friend Ryan called Barbie. You guys know her; she's also on the podcast. 
to text Barbie to text Josh, who was also been a guest on our podcast, <laughs> to tell Josh I, what happened and that I'm not going to be there. And then he had to tell everybody, like, disperse the information. I was supposed to meet my cousin who just got married um, and his, his, new, his new wife. They were in Disney World the same weekend that I was there. They were going to come and hang out with us, too. I had no way of getting in touch with him. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of a, a big mess. Oh. Um, but I did get to experience. So the next so I so I had the phone. It, it didn't work in terms of like it, I was able to call. I was able to text. I was able to get on the web browser. But it takes a very long time, especially with the horrible Disney Wi-Fi for all the apps to load like everything, like everything that is saved in the cloud. So you're you're good, like until like midnight the night before. So anything I'd done after midnight wasn't saved, but everything else was saved from midnight before, which is like, I was worried about like, I have this draft of passwords. That's like my most precious thing in the world. Like this, this where I keep all my passwords. Like if I don't have that, it's just going to be annoying. Sure. Sure. Time. Um, but, uh, so I, I, my plan that day, this was Sunday was to go to magic kingdom, but like my Disney experience wasn't loading. So it kind of felt like the nineties where like I was in Magic Kingdom, I didn't have TikTok, so I wasn't able to, like, create... TikTok took the longest to reload. I wasn't able to create videos. Um, I I didn't have Instagram. I wasn't, you know, like, I, I was able to take some photos, but I didn't have, like... I wasn't able to do mobile ordering, which I love. I wasn't able to do use Genie Plus or no, check wait go, times. Go get your paper pass, fast pass. <laughs> go, yeah, like, go I wait. felt like it was the 90s. Like, I was like, I just have to kind of walk around the park and, like, see if a wait time is... Can, is worth it for me i will say i did do a lot you know like it wasn't like i went in the morning went really early i i was like i'll do some because it seemed like it was going to be a busy day it wasn't super busy but i did like want to fill her magic i want to watch that I, I went on the teacups went on people mover i went on carousel progress i watched hall of presence that was all in the morning i came back later in the evening the park was open until 10 i came back around five had dinner and i was on i was able to go on Big Thunder, Splash, Haunted Mansion. I kind of forgo the fireworks so that I can do some rides. Sure. I, you now, know, now I, you're talking my language. I like it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, Winnie the Pooh. I went again on, on teacups. I, I did a ton of shit, you know, even though I had no, no phone. So it's possible. <laughs> yeah. We, we all did it. We all did it for years and years. Uh, we all did it for years and years. So it's totally possible. Um, but then the following day was Monday, which was yesterday. If you're listening to this pod, that's two days ago. Um, and uh, that was the day of my Guardians preview. And by some grace of God, my TikTok app loaded. So I was able to, I created in one day, created 19 uh, TikToks. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I, I had the best day. I had, I literally had the best day and I, I got emotional when I was leaving Epcot because I was like you, and you had said this on one of our, um, our episodes. I don't know if it's come out yet, but, uh, where we were, we, we answered a question about like, if, um, you know, if you went to Disney with people that don't like Disney and you had said, you were like, you know, Disney has a way of they'll get, they'll get them, you know, like they're, and I think like. Disney has a way of turning that frown upside down, like it does. Totally. And the magic that I experienced there—I mean, I was—I was emotional about like how lucky I am to have such good friends that were like so incredibly kind to me. And the the day that I had, I rode Guardians three times. I 
I made a ton of content. I laughed. I, you know, I, I just had the, I ate, I ate at the new connections cafe. I, I did so much. And as I was leaving, I'm hearing like the music at, at Epcot I actually recorded a TikTok of it. Cause I wanted to capture the moment, but I, I, um, I felt like emotional. I started tearing up. I was just like, I'm, they did it. They did it again. <laughs> it happened. I, I went from like a really low place. I, I was mostly embarrassed when that thing happened with my phone. I, I was just kind of like, what, why was I, why didn't I think that was a good idea to do? Like, why didn't you think it was a good idea to prop my phone up near a water source? Well, like, it's I'm, so funny with things like that. You know, like, like uh, I feel that like anytime that I've like hurt myself, you know, like, uh, like doing something dumb or, you know, like, or yeah. something, like in hindsight is I consider dumb, you know, you're just like, like, why didn't you like, did you think that you were like, uh, omnipotent or something like, or invincible. Like that's like, what I said. Like, yeah, what, like, what is I this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think like I actually was talk- like right before we recorded this, I was talking to my therapist about it, and he made a good point. I was like, you know, I can't say I wasn't thinking. I because I don't. It's impossible when people say like I I didn't think like that's that's not true. We're always thinking. But you know what he said? He's like, you know what? You had too many tabs open in your head. He's like, I guarantee sure, if sure. you think back on that moment you probably had a bunch of different things that were you were thinking about and that's when we start to get careless when we're not present and we're not focused and a big learning lesson that i learned from from this and i think especially if you're a solo traveler it might be a good idea and i know for me i'm going to do it you know throw an old iphone in your suitcase if you're if you're going somewhere if this ever happens you don't have a friend around at least you know you could like get to a Gets you like you know if hopefully if in the air, check check the area that you're going make sure that the, they have them in the area but you can get to a T-Mobile you get to a Verizon you get your SIM card and you can get a phone like you can have something I think that's a good piece of advice and I also think another great piece of advice is just don't do that like do not like think that you're not like, don't put your phone anywhere near if you look down and it means that something is gone. Don't put anything valuable near it yeah. because it, it, it's just not worth it. And, it. and you're not home. Like if I was home and I, and I dropped my phone in the water, I, that's not, I can figure out my life if I'm home. But when you're away, you feel really like helpless and yeah, really you feel helpless. And it, and it can really like, you know, just derail, you know, your day or, you know, like, mm-hmm. like it totally, you know, it, it totally changed yeah. the trajectory of what was going to happen that day. Right. For all three of you finite amount of time and like it that day was wiped my th- that was a saturday like my friends that this happened to like they were coming we're gonna have lunch and then we were gonna like spend the time in epcot like this was their saturday night you know like they worked all week too and then they were spending it with me you know and I, so i do want to i've said it 700 times and i'm going to continue saying it. thank you so much ryan and john you are lifesavers you are the kindest most like amazing people in the world thank you for everything you did i i cannot thank you enough i'm gonna thank you and Till I, I might forget about this. Hopefully, maybe if I get lobotomy or something. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if John's on uh, social media, but I know Ryan is, and maybe we should just give him a little plug. Uh... Yeah, he doesn't need it. He's he's way more popular than us. But um, his name is uh, uh, Ryan Jude Noveline. Uh, don't I, if you look him up that way. He's a he's a fashion um, he's a fashion designer. He's a, a he designs those little houses. He designs uh, like play, the, like uh, like super high end playhouses. Playhouses, yeah. Like it's a, you know he's he's just all around like one of the most talented people I've you know. And I got to see his apartment. I got to see his like room where he has all this like 
where he like makes these dresses and these creations and I'm just like and I'm in the presence of greatness. He's he's so talented. Super super um, talented. He was on a uh, a at the bar with us. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like maybe great episode. Like where he because he was an Imagineer, so he talked about that. Um, so if you want to go back and listen to that, but yeah, that's the, the main story of my trip. Um, and <laughs> but I, I want everyone to know that it you know it, it sounds kind of I, for me. I'm like I'm, I'm glad this happens to me as someone that goes a lot. It doesn't matter i go all the time i if something like this happened to somebody where this is like a once a year once a lifetime trip like i feel way worse that you know they wasted their time on stupid cell phone totally totally i just i just looked it up uh if you guys want to listen to the podcast where ryan came and talked to us we had a really interesting conversation uh it's called uh at the bar with a and r uh cocktails and cockroaches yeah, cocktails and cockroaches. Yeah, we did a fun episode where we talk about nightmare experiences at hotels. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and he has a good one. He has a good story. Um, yeah, so that's that's my story, Ryan. Did you think it was going in that direction? I did not. Um, you know, I, I'm glad that uh, everything – I'm glad that you had people that were in your corner, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, you have so many good friends down there that uh, – Yeah. That, you know, it's it, – hopefully will never be a problem you know for you like yeah. but like if i put myself in your shoes like and you know most people if they go down there solo they don't necessarily have you know an army of friends behind them right um yeah. you know uh, i think that you gotta gotta look out for yourself and i think that your idea of throwing an old iphone in a bag is you know probably a pretty good idea you know do we really need like seven pairs of ears uh, just get a bigger bag you're fine okay 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 you know, we need some pairs. He's like, the iPhone is very small, Ryan. We can just, it can just go in a little pocket. I think I was like saying to my mom, I was like, I'm going to take, I have an old, everyone has an old phone or I have one. I'm going to literally put it in my suitcase now. Like, so it's just like there. Like, I just don't have to think about it. Yeah. You know, like I'm just, it's just in there for whenever I pull it out. And, you know, it's just part of my like things that come with me now. <laughs> uh, when I'm alone, I don't know if it's necessary if you're going with people, but. If you're someone that's hyper attached to your phone, it might be because I am. I am hyper attached to my phone. Um, you know, it was. I felt like I lost a good friend. <laughs> wow. But I hope all the mermaids and fishes are having a great time taking selfies down at the bottom of the lagoon. And I also feel like you know what? There's a little piece of me in the park right now. You can't spread your ashes there, but at least my phone is there, and um, that's a big part of me. <laughs> Very true. Very yeah. true. All right, why don't we play some music and maybe switch over to some Guardians talk? Okay, sounds like a plan. <laughs> Great song. Yeah. One of the songs from the ride. It sure right? is. Yeah, there's a... It's um, Blondie. Yeah, it's Blondie, yeah. My Barbie Barbie really wanted to get that song. She's a big Blondie fan. She's a Blondie impersonator. Yeah, that um, that definitely tracks. A hundred percent tracks. Yeah, so uh, she really wanted to get that one. I wrote it three times, and I got... Um, I got uh, Burn Baby Burn. She's going, Burn Baby Burn. Disco Inferno, yeah. Disco Inferno. I got um, 
uh, and I ran, and I ran. Yeah, nice. That Flock of Seagulls. And then one of my favorites. I love Flock of Seagulls. Flock of Seagulls. One of my favorites, which I'm surprised because I'm not really a fan of this song, was Gloria Stefan Conga. Nice. It was such a cool song to be playing with what you're experiencing. It's random, and like, and you're just kind of like, am I in a party in space? <laughs> like, it's such a great, like, it was such a, I couldn't stop smiling. My cheeks hurt. And so, like, I mentioned at the top of the podcast, I went for one of the AP previews. Shout out to Barbie, who we're linked on uh, My Disney Experience. So she was on there when the when the email came. A lot of people didn't get this, but you have to be, you have to be there when the email comes, and you got to get it. She was able to get it. Uh, her... And um, uh, her husband, Jonathan, was going to go, but I don't even, I don't think he cared that he missed it. He had to work. And then our, um, our friend Lindsay was also there. So the three of us were there. And then it was me, me, Barbie, and Lindsay. Barbie made us uh, T-shirts that said, be kind, rewind. Oh, and, sick. And they were tie-dye. They're really cool. She said her son asked, what does that mean? Which, now I want to jump bah, in the lagoon bah, with the bah. cell phones. <laughs> uh, they were such cool shirts, though. And we wore fanny packs. And uh, just the 80s of it all. Like, I just, I got so into that, like, that vibe of it. Hell yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're not going to, we're not, this is a spoiler-free podcast. I'm not going to spoil anything. I will say um, one of my favorite, one of my favorite roller coasters of all time. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite ride of all time. It's very, very hard to beat Tower of Terror for me. I I think it's a perfect ride. Well, that's like that's what I texted you. You were like, "It's amazing," and then I just texted like, "Is it a contender?" And you were like, "Yes." And I was like, "Okay, good, good, good." It's a contender, baby. I know for a fact. We always like you're pretty good at telling me if I'm gonna like something or not. I feel like I can tell if you're gonna. I know you're gonna like it. Yes. I I just know it. There's so many great Easter eggs in there. I love how they give you a reason of why this ride is in Epcot. Okay, that's like, great because like forever we've been being like what the fuck is this in here for? So Oh, it makes total sense. Okay. It makes total sense. You'll find out in the you can find it in the queue and it it's just a great little like there's a lot of really good easter eggs that I know you particularly will nerd out on. Um uh, most you, likely. You know, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, a lot of, you know, 80s Epcot. It, it's just it's so cool to, to I you know I, I never watched the movie, but I, I said to you when we texted, I was laughing a lot on this ride. I found all of these characters to be really funny. Like they inter they introduced a new uh, not in the movie character, and um, he was really funny. And the pre show, the first time I saw it, like it should never it should not be spoiled. If if you're I'm someone. Listen, guys, Ryan knows this. I used to spoil fucking everything. Oh, she'll, what a she'll, she'll thing. watch a ride through of everything. Watch a ride through of everything. What a what a disservice to yourself because, it, especially like there's they're gonna they're trying to surprise us. They're trying to keep us interested. They're, they're competing against Universal. They're doing things, and I will tell you, like not spoiling the queue is so so important. Don't spoil the queue. Don't do it. Be amazed. Allow yourself to have that moment. I was amazed by the queue. Um, so I think the, like a lot of times people are, are spoiling it for themselves because mm-hmm. they're maybe like a little bit nervous, right? Yeah, I think that might be me. Yeah, I, I'm nervous that I'm not going to be able to – I'm o- nervous that I'm going to be overstimulated and not mm-hmm. be able to, to to take in everything. Sure. 
So I, I guess like that's kind of a question. Maybe we can do it without spoiling. Like mm-hmm. when every time that I saw uh, back of house stuff on this, because there's been quite a few like leaked pictures of like the the ride building or whatever of like you know mm-hmm. like where it's happening. It had like a sparse feeling to it. Does does the ride have like a sparse feeling? Kind of like uh, I guess like Space Mountain, where it's just you know where it's darkness, or does it feel like more like there's stuff happening everywhere? Stuff's happening everywhere. Stuff's happening enough that if there's, it's a very long roller coaster. Yeah, I that, think it's the longest indoor roller coaster in the world, right? It now. is the longest indoor roller coaster. It's Disney's first reverse launch. Um, I find it, that that's. I was talking to my brother about that today. It's kind of that's kind of like a bullshit thing to me, like the reverse, like the the seats t- turn around. You know, like they twist, they spin, like in the right, place. Okay, so but like, here's the thing. But I want to say something about the they spin thing. Mm-hmm. Um. I think people are picturing that they're just like spinning on the track. No, 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 they they can. I mean, if Disney wanted them to just spin on the track, they could. But like, they're spinning so that you're looking at whatever they yeah, want you to look at. Yeah, they're spinning to face things. So picture like picture like um haunted mansion. Yeah, the it's, way the, the, the it's gonna the, the vehicle's gonna twist to show you things. Exactly. And and I thought that originally, and I, I want to say something because uh, I've heard a lot of people say it's rock and roller coaster meets Space Mountain. That is a, that is a, that's insulting to this ride. Okay. <laughs> well, right. I mean, not of you. I mean, these people might like rock and roller coaster that are you saying. You might like that. rock and roller coaster, but it's cardboard cutouts and it lasts two seconds. It's like a, my ex boyfriend. Oh snap! <laughs> I, I think the, they're saying that because of the song thing. You know, like that's what the only comparison is like that they're different songs for different. You know, like that. Sure. That you know. That part, okay, that is like rock and roller coaster. But when I was on it, I was like, I think it's Haunted Mansion meets Space Mountain. Meets... I got the yeah. tingles. I got the I, tingles. I mean, I'm telling you, Ryan, this is going to be right, really. Um, meets, like, because it's not, I, I guess it would be, I. Uh, I think it's Haunted Mansion meets Space Mountain. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> because <laughs> I mean, what think, a glowing recommendation that is right there. Because if you're picturing like, well, it's not this like Omni mover, but think of what happens on Haunted Mansion where you're being turned to look at specific things. Yeah. And I, I think that um, ultimately, I think if you leave this ride, like you, you the the worst you can leave this ride is maybe a little, little queasy, but you're going to leave it with a smile on your face. No. My number one questions that I've got were what is about motion sickness, and I will say if you're prone to motion sickness, you might get motion sickness on. This. But it's not mission space. It's not mission space, but people were throwing up. Oh, okay. Okay, so we have to. I, and I know someone that threw up. One of my friends' uh, husbands threw up. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm probably. I'm willing to bet that by the time it opens, they've like maybe toned it down a little bit. I bet you. I bet you wrote it like. You know, as it's supposed to be, and then because that's, well, that's what happens what I every said. time. I was, like trying to tell everybody, like, get on it now. I was talking to my friend Will from TikTok on this. I'm like, get on it as soon as possible because if people start puking, we're gonna get a toned down version of this. Like, yep. I, yeah, I, there was a lot of people puking, a lot of people with their head between their legs, a lot of people with Dramamine. Um, I didn't get that. I did feel so. I wrote it the car, different cars, front, front, middle, and back. I wrote it three times. I will say the time it was in the back. Was it? I did get a little bit of a, a little something, a little like, ugh, like in my stomach, and most people that 
felt sick were in the back. So if you're prone, the best spot to be is in the middle. Um, I think the front was fine, but I think you miss some things. You go past things a little too quickly if you're mm. in the front. Like you miss a little bit of the dialogue, which is really funny. I think the middle is the best part to be. The back, you might get a little queasy. Um, because you, you are going to feel like you're being like, I feel like I was slingshot into space. I think that you're good. If you're, if you're, if that right there, if that makes your stomach turn a little bit, then you might get motion sickness. Gotcha. Um, so, so just, just be aware of that. But yeah, I do think, and I, I, I was saying to Will, I was like, I think if enough people get queasy, they might do something where there's like one, like one train that doesn't, that just doesn't rotate that just kind of like just goes through it normal just goes through it like a roller coaster yeah like they know? have like a like a a, a green like a, a mission space like green mission version space. yeah yeah like that's what i was saying they might do like like mission space do a green version but i think ride it now because if you want to if you want it to be like peak i i, I don't want it to get toned down <laughs> i like it the way it well, is. well hopefully you know um you know that's the one thing with with the indoor roller coasters, like you know Velocicoaster at uh, at Islands of Adventure, is like a big badass roller coaster, and you know that it's a big badass roller coaster as you're walking up to it. So like if you're maybe afraid of that, or you're prone to motion sickness, or you don't like going upside down and stuff like that. You're just not going to do it. Where this one, it could be anything, really. You don't really know what it is until you go in, which I love. But it also, I think, makes it so that it seems more accessible to everybody. And then maybe people are like, oh, this is above my pay grade when it comes to uh, to rides. Sure. So I will say this is one of the most comfortable ride vehicles I've ever been in. Oh, I like that, too. Super roomy. No, like, no I, over the shoulders, I think. Right. Don't they do like no lap over the bar? Shoulders, it's a lap. It's a lap bar. Yes. And I was on the first time I wrote it. Um, I was with someone else, a full grown man. Our arms weren't even touching. Um, and okay. that's, I, that's I know cool. someone if anybody's worried about if the ride is uh, poo size friendly. I know someone that's six four, a man, man that's six four, it's a size like triple three, triple X, fit on it no problem. So this is definitely I don't think many people are gonna have any problems with with uh, fitting on this ride. And I did see like some accessibility um, options too. I think that if um, if you have mobility issues, like I think they have certain cars for that. So I think they really thought I, – I really think Disney knocked that out of the park with this one. I, I can't – I'm so surprised by this. Um, it and, was like, I mean, and to be hush, honest, it's, it's it's a – yeah, very hush-hush, right, with, like, no very little information out. I mean, I scour this stuff, and I have not had the opportunity to be spoiled uh, because it's, there's just no information out yet, which is great. Um, I think when we heard there was going to be a Guardians ride, though, it was like – it wasn't like Disney was like, oh, just you wait. It's going to be amazing. And it's like they didn't do any of that. They didn't hype it. They didn't hype this ride. True, true. And like and like it, it just like boom came out of nowhere where you're just like, what? Like, you know, people I think knew going in that Hagrid's was going to be amazing. I don't know if they knew that this one was going to be as amazing as it is. And it's so, exactly what this park needs. Yeah, I'm so like, yeah, exactly that. Like this, this park, this is now like the 
like the fun attraction at the park because if the, you, if the test track a, is not fun. Like test track traffic. Yeah, no. traffic is not fun. I mean, like the thing is, is like if you've ever been like like us, we love Epcot. If you're a real Disney adult, you love Epcot. Epcot's for the fans. But now it's like, how could you ever say Epcot's not? And like we're we're getting this when we get this middle area. Like, how could you not say Epcot's a great park? Like. It's got, like, I love Ratatouille. I think Ratatouille is adorable. It's got this great ride. Like, who knows what else we're going to get. Like, Epcot, I think it's on the way up. I think, I don't love that because I want people to stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's it's just, this this cements it as a you a must-do park. Because a lot of people, when I, when I, when you ask that question of out of the four parks, which goes, a lot of people would be like, Epcot. Well, you know, yeah, they they don't know what they're talking about, but yeah, yeah, they don't know what they're talking. They go, "What Epcot's just like a mall with restaurants, like you know, stupid shit like that." Like you have to you have to spend a hundred dollars to have a nice day at Epcot. I mean, that's true, but like, <laughs> where, true. Where where are they living? Where they Happy have malls that are like this? Though I'm gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'm so glad that you got the opportunity to to ride this. Um, you know, out and ahead of everybody and, you know, in its, uh, its alpha mode, you know, like, like yeah. as, as badass as it can be the a mode. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, what? Yeah. I'm just so happy for you. And, uh, I mean, Ryan, I have to book a ticket, I guess. I know. I'm like, you know, if there's a cheap summer flight, let's just go. Yeah. I, we might have to just, uh, <laughs> just, just, just for go the for weekend. A weekend. Yep. Yeah. I just go. Cause it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. You're going to love it. Yep. I, I Tampa for, for the weekend. Let's go. Tampa for the day. Yeah. I can't wait for everyone to experience it. Um, I hope you love it as much as I do. I didn't. I haven't heard anybody not love it. Um, but, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll come out. They'll come out of the woodwork. They're there. The haters, they will emerge. How did you feel? How did you feel about the amount of screens? I know that there's no animatronics in it, and that was a, that was a blessing. I mean, the the only time that I think for me there was one time, and it's in the very beginning of the ride. Um, where I was like, "Uh oh, is this going to be like a screen ride?" It was the only time that 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 it was, felt like that. That it felt like that. Gotcha. Like, and then it went. Then it went bananas. Okay, cool. So there's there's going to be one part, and I, you're going to say it too. And I, but it's, I, I think it was necessary. I think they had a show. I mean, I'm just so glad, and a lot of people have said this. I'm so glad there's something in that building. I hate that these, like, I hate that these buildings were just like rotting there. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad Met there's something life, in there. Yeah, I mean, MetLife it's is weird. on its way too, right? So hopefully, hopefully, yeah, you know, it's weird in... when you're in there to think that, like, that what of what it used to be. Mm. You know, like that's kind of weird. Do they? I mean, like, without, I guess, without spoilers, like, do they give any kind of like homage to that at all? Like, is there any like play they on give, dinosaurs and they stuff? Give a, they give a bunch of homages. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to know them. You got. I, I after this was over, then I watched somebody like show that where what where the stuff was. But but there's a bunch of different. Yeah, and I bet you there's a bunch of homages to like Marvel stuff too. That like you know might fly over. Well, both, that would fly right heads. over my head because I wouldn't know if yeah. there were, <laughs> it would just be. But I love that. Like like if you're not if you're like me and you're not. Um, a Marvel fan, you've never watched Guardians past 13 minutes. Like, um, you could say it's one of your favorite rides. That's amazing. Like, that's, that's, that's like that's, that's really stunning that they that the Imagineers were able to put that together. 
they did. They they and they kind of made you if if the Guardians of the Galaxy were looking for like anything to make somebody a fan, like I like that guy Drax, who I now know that I would uh-huh. never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, is that my is that my kindred spirit? Like <laughs> he, he might be your kindred spirit. The whole time, spirit. like talking about being hungry and like you know, just, <laughs> and I'm just and like just busting on everybody and like making fun. Like he trolls everybody on the ride. And it's like. It, I was just like, wow, I'm, I kind of want to watch it for him. Like, yeah, I mean, of- I'm telling you, like, that was part of our text, our texting between each other. I was like, <laughs> I was like, now that you like the ride, are you going to watch the movie? And you were like, well, if it's as funny as this ride, then I think maybe I have to. Yeah, and- if anybody's not, like, worried about spoilers and or they have written it, um, you can see me in um, Lake Buena Visitors. Uh, I actually wrote it with um, the people from Lake Buena Visitors on one of the uh, – times i rode maria and her husband chris and um another person one of these um uh technical people uh ashlyn i rode it with them and then i'm on their uh youtube like we're we're dancing in the queue and i give like my review at the end of it so if you want it but there is a ride pov so don't watch it if you don't want to be spoiled but if you have watched it i'm on that it's um lake buena visitors on youtube it's their guardians of the galaxy episode so you can see that amazing, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, great end to the trip, man. If there's one way to like have a, a shitty trip, it's to experience all that. Like, I, how could I not like leave feeling like, wow, what yeah, a, totally. what a, was it? It was all worth it in the end. Yeah, what a way to turn it around. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. So. I'm so happy for you, um, and uh, and everybody else that got the opportunity to ride. And it opens to everybody uh, later on this month. So yeah, May twenty seventh. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well I don't know. It. I don't know about you, uh, Adrian, but my uh, oh, my magic hat that? number nine is is almost done. My my Corona uh, hard seltzer lemonade watermelon. Oh, you're so into yeah. those still. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, they're the new favorite. My cheeks are hot. Um, they actually give me a little buzz. Nice. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. The Dark Ride presented by Drunk Distory is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else podcasts are available. The show is free, but you can pay us by simply liking and subscribing, giving us a five-star rating review, or just telling a fellow theme parks-loving friend to listen Follow us on TikTok and Instagram for lots of great Disney Park content at Drunk Distry. You can send us emails or shout-outs at drunkdistry at gmail.com. That's it from us. And as always, guys, thanks for drinking Disney with us. Mm-hmm.